Hi guys, welcome back to Girl Therapy. I'm your host, Nicole, and today it's just me and you. It's just me and you in the studio, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And today we're going to be talking about one of my most asked questions, and that is, why did I move from LA back to Miami? A lot of you guys who follow me on social media have probably seen me talk about this a little bit, but I haven't talked about it in a long format and I wanted to just sit down and explain everything from the beginning to the end with you guys and just share that journey because I think it's something that's super relatable. I hope to inspire you guys to try something new and not be afraid of that and also not be afraid of failure. I say in quotes because it was by no means a fail. It was actually the opposite of that. So I just want to start back from the beginning though. I had lived in Miami about two, two and a half-ish years. It's kind of... <laughs> I don't even know the exact timeline because I was in and out of so many apartments, but it was about two and a half years. I moved to Miami initially on a whim. I never really had plans to stay there. If you know my story, I moved to Miami after I broke up with my catfish boyfriend, which is probably another episode. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was like, let me try and get my real estate license. So I took my real estate exam in New York City. They told me it was going to take me about a month to get my results back. At this point, I was living at my mom's and I was like, well, I can't stay there one more day. I'm going insane. I was I was pulling myself out of a really dark place. So Miami was like the last place that I had visited because I'd visited it during, I think in April, me and my mom and my sister went there for my mom's birthday trip. It was one of those places where I went there and I, I had been a couple times before. My dad used to send us there on like spring break or when he would go on vacations, he would take us to uh, Miami and I'd always loved it. I'd only ever stayed in South Beach though. I remember like posting when I was on my mom's birthday trip and everybody was like, wow, like you look so happy there. I haven't seen this happy in so long, which true because I was very depressed. <laughs> like nobody knew what was going on in my life. Like only my closest closest friends knew what was going on in my life but um everyone was like you just seem like so happy in Miami and I was and I was like I love it here I never even thought to move to Miami it just didn't even cross my mind ever I was like okay I want to go with like maybe get an Airbnb in Miami for like a month and just you know fuck around and party and all this stuff so I remember walking out of my real estate exam out of the test and I was so happy and I was already googling Airbnbs in Miami because it was just the first place that popped in my head I was like where was the last place I felt happiest and it was Miami I was like looking around and then I was like wait I know one person who lives out in Miami and he's from my hometown he was somebody who I'd like reconnected with over COVID because we were all home and we were all just like trying to find as many people to hang out with as possible we were all so bored it was the fourth of July he like had a little party and I went over to his and he he lives in Miami part-time and I was like let me like hit him up so I remember I called him in the car and I was like hey like do you have a girl who needs a sublet or a roommate or you know whatever he was like when are you trying to leave and I was like honestly like tomorrow <laughs> and he was like um well, actually, I'm in Connecticut for a few weddings. If you want to take over my apartment, I have like a roommate there right now, but you'll get along great with him and whatever. And I was like, okay, packed up my shit. I think I packed like three suitcases and drove myself down to Miami. It was like a Tuesday when I made the plans to do this. And it was like a Friday when I left and I texted my family group chat and I was like, hey guys, like going to Miami on Friday. I, I went to Miami and I settled into my new place. That wasn't my place, but I settled in and I made it my place. I don't know. Something just clicked where I loved it. And 
my social media started to take off, I was like, oh, I'm going to stay here. And I just stayed. I never had plans to stay, but it was just one of those places that felt like home immediately. I then moved out of his place a couple months later. I think I stayed there. I ended up being like six months. Moved into a friend of a friend's and I sublet from her, stayed there. Then my last apartment was completely furnished, stayed in that one for a year. And then after that period of time, I started to really think because I was like, okay, I don't have furniture. And at this point, I was starting to feel like Brickle was really small. If you know Brickle, it's just, it's a bubble. It's kind of what it feels like. And it feels like a little college town. There's a lot to do here, but it's a small place. When I first moved down here, I didn't even know what Brickle was. I'd never been to Brickle. So I really came down blindly. But Brickle's kind of like just like this young, entrepreneurial, very like active little, you know, city in Miami. After being here for a little while, I started just to feel it was a bubble. It was small. I wasn't meeting new people. I wasn't going to new places. I didn't feel inspired. I was trying to heal in this place that hurt me as well that's a different story but it's just one of those places where I was like I'm not growing and when I'm not growing and when I'm not changing I start to feel just unfulfilled ever since I was little I'd always wondered about LA and I'd always weirdly said like I was gonna end up in LA I'd never been to LA either when I was younger I was just like hey there's something about LA like I'm gonna end up there so like I was kind of going through this thought process of like should I move? Like, should I try out LA at this time? I had spoken to Jordan who she lives in LA. Like I do have friends out in LA and I'd visited a couple times where I was like, oh, I do really like it. One day Jordan called me and she was like, hey, like I actually haven't, I like, I want to talk to you about something. And I was like, what? And she said, her roommate decided to move out. Her bedroom's open. She's going to be leaving like her bed and a lot of furniture because she's just moving in with her boyfriend temporarily. If I wanted to take over the lease, it's month to month. I wouldn't be, you know, locked into a year or anything like that. I was like, hell yes. Like this is the perfect way for me to try LA. If I'm going to try LA, I don't want to be tied to anything and I want to live with my best friend. And Santa Monica was probably the only place that I would live in LA. I love being by the water and it just made sense. Like I didn't have furniture. So I was like, this is perfect. Like the last thing I wanted to do was, you know, get to LA, settle in and then, you know, possibly not like it. So this was a trial run for me. All I had to do was ship my clothes. My lease ended end of July and then I went to Italy for a month and then I was off to LA. So I moved to LA like the first week of September and I really loved it. Like, and I do still really love LA. There's so many great people there. I met so many great people there. I loved living with Jordan, loved being by the water. It brought me so much peace. The new environment really re-inspired me and I found the motivation to start my podcast and I found the motivation to start my YouTube and these are things that I had been talking about for so long in Miami and I just never did it. I think that when I moved to LA it allowed me the space to grow and to put distance between myself and a few people and things that were causing me pain or just holding me back. It really allowed me to reflect on a lot of things. I think it was something about like the separation of the lifestyle I took myself out of this environment and I put myself in a new one. If I'm going to sit here and blame Brickle, the environment, and all these things going on for why I can't accomplish my goals, when I move to LA, there better be a fire under my ass and I better accomplish every single thing that I want. So when I got to LA, I made it a statement to be really focused and 
to stop making excuses for myself. I think also just being in an environment where like I wasn't surrounded by so much chaos and like hustle bustle and my friends and I would say Miami has more of like a laid back lifestyle. I was able to really focus and I need to make a name for myself out here. I need to make a life for myself out here. I had to make it happen and I I had nobody or anything to blame anymore. I literally picked up my life and left. So I had to figure my shit out when I was in LA. Once I like cleared out all that clutter, I stopped with the negative self-talk. I stopped with the self-limiting beliefs. I started doing the things that I wanted to do. And when I saw it all happening for me and when I was making it happen, that's when I was able to be like, okay, Nicole, why couldn't you do this in Miami? And I was like, I could do this in Miami. I was then able to decide, okay, where makes me happiest? It's not that I wasn't happy in Santa Monica, but I just didn't have that same like glow. Like I didn't have that same like thrill for life. Once I did all the things that I like felt like I had to do, I got the podcast going, I got my YouTube going. It was like, I didn't feel motivation anymore to like get up in the morning and go work out, uh, to go on my walks and all these things that are really like things that I love and cherish. I started to like lose that in LA because it just like wasn't feeding my soul. I wasn't really missing Miami because I was really good about separating the two lives. I don't know. I couldn't miss it because it was so like out of sight, out of mind. At this point, I I decided I wanted to go visit Miami. I aligned it with a time that was my friend's birthday and um, an engagement party. I was like, this will be really great. Let's go for a week. Like I'll see my friends and we'll see how I feel. I got on that plane and I was so excited. Like I felt like I was going to Disneyland as a kid. I felt like it was Christmas morning. I was so thrilled to be on that plane. And I remember I saw like um, the arrival time was 2-2-2 and I took a picture of it and I posted on my story and I'm like, is this a sign that I should move back? And looking back, I think it's because I partially knew that I was going to move back. I was trying not to read into things too much. I was trying not to like read into my emotions too much and everything like that because I was like, of course, it's going to be exciting. Like I'm going to Miami. I'm seeing my friends. Like, of course, like it's going to feel amazing to be back I got to Brickell and I started walking the old paths like doing my own routines and I was like oh my god like this is so weird I feel like I'm home but technically I'm on vacation but I was like I feel like I'm home I just felt like I felt good again I remember I was staying with Brandon at this time if you guys know Brandon he's one of my best friends shout out Brandon for always housing me whenever I needed a place to stay but I was staying with him and it was like day two of me being in Miami and I looked at him and I was like don't you say a word that I think I'm gonna move back and he was like I knew it and my friends don't get me wrong like my friends supported me so much like they will always support any of my decisions but obviously they want me back in Miami so he was like no I knew it and he was really really excited I didn't want to like make any rash decisions though because I wasn't sure if I was just like riding on the high of like seeing my friends and this like the nostalgia of it all was making me feel a type of way like I still didn't know how I would feel about running into certain people. Like I said, Brickle is a really small place. This is a funny story. I kind of told it on my YouTube. If you guys watch it on YouTube, you may already know this. I was also healing from a little bit of a heartbreak. I was no contact with somebody. And when I came back to Miami, he was the first person I ran into within like, it was like literally five hours of me touching down. And I was like, okay, like if I move back, like this is going to be something that I'm going to have to deal with. Can I handle that? This would be like a really good test of that. I honestly felt like, okay, this is a really funny story. I'm sidetracking, but I was at my friend's like birthday party. The guy that I was like no contact with um, lives in the same building as my friend and we're walking out 
to go to dinner. We're walking down the hallway and we're all in a big group and my friends, like all of them know everything. I'm looking down at my phone, probably posting something on Instagram and I feel like a body kind of like I go by us, like a breeze and my friend nudged me and I like looked up and I'm like, what? Then I kind of saw the eyes. So I was like, no way. My friend looked at me and I was like, there's no way. Like something about his face. I was like, what are you trying? I was like, there's no way. We're all waiting for the elevator. The elevator dings. There's like nine of us. We all start piling in the elevator. Lo and behold, this guy who then passed me comes back around the corner and, and it's the guy that, you know, I'm no contact with. I like look at him and he's like standing there and I'm like, I get in the elevator. Just like, a, it's just like all the color I'm sure was gone from my face, like in shock. I'm also like kind of laughing. So I'm like, what are the chances of this happening? And there's so many of us in the elevator. And one of my friends is like, oh, you're going to come in the elevator with us? And he was like, yeah. And he comes in the elevator. And here I am standing like inches from him, like inches from him. And I'm just like arms crossed looking up. He's literally right in front of me. And I'm like, this is so crazy. Like this is the reality of it all though. Like this is the reality of Brooklyn. It is such a small place. And that was just like a funny thing. But it was in this moment that there was like so much growth for me because if this had happened to me months ago, I probably would have had a full-blown panic attack. I probably would have had a mentee B at some point. It showed me how much I had grown and how much space and distance did for me and how much it cleared my mind. And I really have am in such a strong mental state right now. I was really proud of myself. It was then when I was like, that was my last worry pretty much would be like, am I coming back? and putting myself in like a bad situation again. I could just feel how different I was. I was in my own spaces, doing my same routine, doing my same old routine, but I was a completely different version of myself. I gained what I had to gain from LA. I was now so excited to come back to Miami, a completely different version of myself, and show up as the version that I always wanted to be when I was here, but couldn't get to being here. I don't know if that makes sense, but I had to remove myself from Brickle to grow and come back this new version of me. It made me realize that the original reason why I was drawn to Brickle and why I loved Brickle so much was the same reason that pushed me out of it. It was the same reason that I started to kind of dislike it. It wasn't the city that was the problem. It was me because Brickle is never going to change. Like it is what it is. It shows up as what it is. I realized that it's up to me to make change happen within myself and to keep my life exciting and to keep pushing myself. And it's up to me to seek new opportunities, seek new people, seek new experiences. All of that is my job. You can get complacent in any city that you live in. Doesn't matter where it is. I was using Brickle as my scapegoat. I was making excuses for myself because I was scared. I was afraid I was procrastinating. It was just so easy for me to blame the city for that and not myself. After that trip, I stayed for a week. I was really sad. I went back to Santa Monica and I cried and I cried a lot. I was so distraught, like mentally, like I was going through it because I was like, did I really just move across the country? I'm just conflicted. I'm like, do I want to go back because it feels comfortable or what? what is it? I was really beating myself up about it because I just felt like I hadn't give, given LA a fair chance. But at the same time, it was like, I'm the type of person that when I know, I know. So I was like, really, what am I still doing here? It was like three weeks into November, I planned another trip back to come for Thanksgiving. At this point, I was already looking at apartments in Brickell. I was kind of like putting my feelers out there to see. During that trip, I only planned to stay for one week, but I ended up staying for three weeks because I just did not want to go home. And I was set on finding an apartment because I decided I would move right after the holidays. At this point, I like hadn't really told anybody except for my Miami friends that I was definitely moving back. 
I hadn't told Livy yet. I hadn't told Jordan yet. I feel like they could probably catch the vibe and like sense because I, I had said to them, I was like, oh, like the trip to Miami was really, really good. And now I'm confused and all this stuff. And I was kind of like talking through things with them, but I never said I'm moving back to Miami. I was really scared to tell Jordan because obviously like I love her and I was just like, I love living with you it has nothing to do with you. I, I don't know. I loved my time in, in Santa Monica with Jordan. So that was really difficult. But Jordan was amazing about it. Like I wouldn't expect it any other way. And, and things really did work out because she'd been wanting to move out of that apartment, actually. So I was really scared to tell Livy, though, because I didn't want her to assume that I was moving back to Miami because it was comfortable. I knew that she would be nervous that I would maybe fall into old patterns or old routines if I went back to Miami. Yeah, I was... Um, hesitant to tell her I was also hesitant to tell her because I knew that she was moving to LA and when I think back a part of the reason why I moved to LA was definitely so that she could visit me and kind of get the push that she needed to make the decision to move to LA I think her just being exposed to it so much with me there kind of gave her the push to do that and I'm really happy for her she's actually moving into her apartment actually when this comes out she'll be in her LA apartment but I was nervous to tell her one because she was making the decision to move there and I was like I'm going to move out. I was carrying a little bit of guilt in that because she only has like a few people out there, like one or two people. And, you know, I'm one of those people. We were talking about like how great it would be to like finally live in the same state. So kind of like a letdown when I told her like that wouldn't be happening. But yeah, then I talked it all through with Libby and she was also really great about it. And she voiced her one concern, which is that like I would just fall into old patterns or routines or you know, be complacent. And I knew that was going to be her concern. That's the one thing that I said, if I move back to Miami, I cannot become complacent. I can't be comfortable. And I need to make an effort to make sure that I am growing here and seeking out new experiences and things. I am so confident that like Miami is where I belong. And I get really emotional when I talk about it because there's not many places that make you feel that way. Like I think it's very rare that you find a place that speaks to your soul. I feel really lucky that I found that in this lifetime. Found the place that makes me feel most full. It sounds like I'm talking about a person right now. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I guess you either find your soulmate or your soul city. And I found my soul city. I don't think that everybody has that place that they, they get to and they immediately feel like it's home. So I feel really lucky that I have a place like that. But I think there's only one place that you like step into and you are just like so yourself and you feel so comfortable and confident and secure and and you just like love that place so much. And when it's like that feeling of like when you get there, you're just like, oh, does that make sense? Like you're just like, oh, like if this is like, oh, I think this time was also like really emotional for me because it was all happening at once. I feel like I was finally starting to find my purpose. I was making my dreams come true. And I could finally say that the place that I belong physically in this world is Miami. My purpose and my place were aligning at the same time. It, I haven't had that before. It was just a very emotional time for me. That time frame that I had between being back in LA and moving back to Miami was really difficult for me because I felt so misplaced there I was like stuck in this weird in between I'm just the type of person that when I make a decision like it needs to happen immediately and I like didn't want to wait so I was like really just like oh like I just like had to get out I've been in Miami now officially oh my god how long have I been here I moved back end of December I moved into my new place like December 31st I couldn't be happier like I could cry thinking about it no I'm serious like I could not be happier I just feel so different being back it just feels so good to be in a place that I know I'm going to stay in. And I haven't had that in a really long time. I think like every year since college, I've moved. 
when I lived in the city, it was always a new apartment. And then even when I lived here, it was always a new place. And none of the places ever were mine. It was always living in somebody else's space or, you know, whether that be because I'm subletting, staying with a friend or even in my own space, I was living amongst other people's furniture because I was getting furnished apartments because I was scared to commit and buy furniture because I didn't know. Like I did, I never know with me. I like to move. I like to change. I like to to try new things. And I hadn't felt like ready to settle down yet. And moving to LA gave me that sense of like, okay, I'm ready to settle down. Now that I know that it's not LA, it's definitely Miami. I'm going to Miami and I'm putting my roots down and I'm buying furniture. I am buying the couch. I am buying the bed. I'm buying the artwork. Like I'm buying all the things because I'm going to stay. It just feels so good to have a place now that I can call my own and to like have my own stuff and for it to just like all be decorated by me. Like every single piece, like everything down to my spatula I picked out and is mine. I just feel like this new sense of calm and this sense of security it's kind of cleared up a lot of space in my head. There's no more wonder. There's no more like itch that needs to be scratched. Now I can focus on other things like my career, my brand, all these other things. It just feels really, really good to be in a place that I know I'm going to stay. Oh my God. Like, was I a commitment phobe? <laughs> I never would say I was a commitment phobe, but maybe I am with like the places that I live, but I'm over the phobia now. <laughs> Maybe I should unpack that with a therapist. Do I regret it? No. It had to happen for so many reasons. I grew when I changed so much. I keep saying that. I grew when I changed. I grew when I changed. But like I really did. I just became this better version of myself. I had to give myself the breather and I had to give myself the space to reflect. I don't think it, it could have happened for me as fast if... I stayed in Miami. Like I'm trying to think like if I didn't move to LA, would I be in the same place I am now? Probably not. I want to talk about the things that I love about Miami. I love that it has the city feel, but it's also close to the beach. It's filled with like young entrepreneurs. There's nowhere else in the world I want to say like Miami where there's so many young people like in the city. I'm telling you, like it is a small bubble burkle. Like there is no other place in the world that I feel like in that radius, you have so many young, successful people. I meet people who are 20, 21, 22, who are living these crazy lifestyles that I couldn't even have thought to live when I was that age. So I look at them and I'm like, good for you. Everybody has something going on. Everybody has their own thing going on. And everybody's like crushing it. It is, you know, really inspiring to be around the amount of successful people. The thing that is hard for me the most in Miami is that like I'm not around a lot of other creatives like me, I'm not around a lot of people who do the same things that I do, which is good. But it's also like sometimes I do love to have, you know, somebody who can relate to me and talk to me. And it is nice to have people around you who do the same thing as you because it's you can have somebody to confide in and talk to about that stuff. And that's what was nice about LA is everybody is kind of a creative. But then at the same time, it's also a really saturated market. And you're this, you know, little fish in a big sea little fish in a big pond see whatever it's big as fuck and everybody's doing kind of the same thing it breeds a really competitive lifestyle it breeds a lot of people who just want to take 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 and maybe they're only hanging out with you because you have followers or because you can help them out with this thing or you have a connection like kind of harder to gauge I think if you have a good sense of like people 
genuine people it's pretty easy to read when somebody's using you in Miami there's this like not that competitive lifestyle I think everybody's really supportive of one another everybody's just really nice I could walk down the street and like meet five friends everybody's just really social and kind and more laid back and relaxed I love that my day-to-day life in Berkeley I can walk to everything I need to do I can, you know, walk to the grocery store. I can walk to the gym. Everything's very close and convenience is huge for me, especially when I'm doing so much throughout the day. Like it needs to be easy for me. Now I understand when people are like, oh, like I don't want to go to this, you know, the yoga class late at night or I don't want to go work out because this or that. And it's like, yeah, it is really hard when it's not convenient. When I was in LA and I lived like a mile away from Equinox and I had to walk there, like there are some days that I didn't want to, like or it was dark or it was cold and I didn't want to. So I learned this year like how much environment plays a factor in your happiness and your health and your life. And, you know, I always kind of knew that. I would be like, keep my space clean and everything like that plays a huge factor but the actual city that you live in also determines a lot I'm somebody who's very driven and very determined I don't miss a day at the gym whatever but there were days because it was cold because it was dark because it was far because it was cloudy I didn't want to go I am a victim of seasonal depression I am very weather driven human if I had to do what's best for me I had to go back to Miami because in Miami I really am the best version of myself I'm very active I'm always outside and I love being outside it breeds a very healthy lifestyle for me which is really funny because when I think like people think about Miami they think like party crazy blah 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 like blacking out shot another shot club 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 another club strip club but for me that's not what it is it's like gym walk Brooklyn key pura vida <laughs> walk again meditate walk again for me it's like i i do actually love being alone i go about my day-to-day like pretty much just myself but what's nice about Brickle is even when i'm alone i'm not because i can just sit outside the cafe if i want to have a conversation with somebody i'll sit outside the cafe two or three people that i know will come up to me my friends We'll have a little conversation, get my social hour in, and then I can go back home. And I don't have to go out to a bar to feel it. I don't have to, you know, whatever. In Santa Monica, it was like a lot of like families. People were just, they were friendly, but I wouldn't say like talkative. And it was like an older crowd. So it's like I wasn't even getting a lot of simulation there. I was um, pretty much like isolating myself more in Santa Monica than ever. It's not like you know, I'm living in this like big, big building with a bunch of young people. I'm living in like a little townhouse with a couple people. And I don't think anybody in that townhouse was below the age of 30 besides me. It was definitely a culture shock for me. Santa Monica is a great place if you like more of a quiet lifestyle, if you like a slower pace, if you have a car, which I didn't have a car. So that also played a huge factor in it. Hope that like cleared up a lot of things for you guys. I love my new apartment. I'm planning on staying there at least three years. Still don't have my couch. So just ride in like an empty living room. I hope that if you guys have always wanted to move somewhere or you have a place that makes you feel the happiest and you just left it and you're feeling like you're missing it and you want to go back, just do it. Life is too short not to do it. Life is too short to wait around and think like, okay, well, maybe I should give it another chance. No. If you know, you know. And life is also too short not to try out new things. If you want to move to Nebraska, do it. Can you move to Nebraska? I think you can. 
there is no better time, especially if you're in your early 20s, early to mid 20s, honestly, whatever time in your life, it doesn't matter. If there's somewhere that you want to leave, if there's somewhere you want to try, just do it because worst case scenario, you go back. And yeah, I lived my worst case scenario. I went back and here I am today, happier than ever. I don't think I would have this amount of happiness in me and this amount of appreciation and love for Brickle if I didn't leave. Because now I'm looking at it a whole new light and I'm like, wow, like these things that I used to take for granted, I'm not taking for granted anymore. I really encourage you to not be afraid of what people think about you or your decisions because it's your life. And there are so many people who had something to say about me moving to LA. There were so many people who either supported it or were against it. If I listened to those people, I wouldn't be in this mindset. I wouldn't be this version of myself that I am right now. You, you can't let people call the shots on your life. The people who usually have such a heavy opinion are usually the people who are projecting, projecting their insecurities. They're projecting maybe their desires on you. Maybe they've been wanting to move. They see you move and they're like, oh my God, like can't believe you move, blah, 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 blah. And it's because they were afraid to do it themselves. Or maybe it's because they want to do it themselves. Don't give a fuck what anybody has to say about what you're doing. You are in control of your life. Don't let any embarrassment or fear ever hold you back. I could have said, I'm going to stay in LA because I'm really embarrassed to tell people that I only lasted there for a couple months and now I want to come back to Miami and move across the country again. There's a lot of people who maybe would be like, I told you so, or like, I told you we loved you in Miami. There's so many people who were like, we love you in Miami. You don't, you don't glow anywhere like Miami. And I was like, guys, shut up. Cause this was like while I was in LA and I was like, oh my God, like I can't have these people telling this to me because it's making me feel really bad about my decision but also they don't know what's going on in my life they don't know why I left Miami they don't know all this stuff don't let people dictate your life I hope that if there's something that you've been wanting to do you just go for it and you do it and don't be embarrassed to ask for help or don't be embarrassed to go back to the drawing board it's okay it's all about the journey I'm really proud of myself for moving to LA and moving back. That is it for this episode. I hope that cleared up a lot of things and I love you guys so much. We'll chat soon.